This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. I'm really looking forward to sharing this sort of revelation or opportunity for you to take on when it comes to your gene keys and business. And this idea struck me when I was meditating and I thought, wow, this would be really interesting. What if, and I know that if you're into human design, you've probably heard about running a chart for your business. And I thought, well, what if I ran the gene keys for my business and looked at specifically layering my pearl sequence and the pearl sequence of my business to really solidify the collaborative co-creative energy that I have with my business to be of service? Because then ultimately that gives me more language to use, more clarity in how I'm here to be with my business and make an impact in the world. And so this is just a contemplative experiment that I am inviting you into. And I, I just really love this because it's just, it's written in the sand in terms of these are the energetic gifts available. And then it's up to your interpretation to how you're going to infuse this into your messaging and allow this to bring you clarity and deeper purpose to the impact that you're here to make. So if you're interested in doing this, I'm going to talk you through this. And I'm also going to give the example of both of my charts. So my personal chart and the chart that I have for my business. So I'm going to talk you through this because if you've been listening to my channel for a while, if you're familiar with the work that I do in my business, then I think you're going to be able to see how this is real. And then you can be curious for yourself. So you want to use, if you're coming up with your business birth date, this is where the nuance is. For me, my business birth date is January 21st, 2019 at 6 p.m. And for me, that's because specifically that day and that time, it actually started my first ever manifestation course. And I think it was it was literally that week within that program that I decided like I'm finally going to start my online coaching business. And that's when it was birthed. So you choose your business birth date based on what feels intuitively aligned for you it can be the day that you changed your instagram handle it can be your first client your first sale the the day that you decided that you were going to do this the day that you quit your corporate job like whatever it is the fact of the matter is you want to choose the date and the time that resonates with you because that's energetically you know you're you got to trust your intuition with this because obviously the work that we're doing is very spiritual and it's very intuitive So once you have that date, you're going to run a chart and you can either do that on Genetic Matrix or you can do it for free on the Gene Keys website. And with that being said, Genetic Matrix, to have access to the Gene Keys option, you need to be on a paid plan. So I just want to be transparent about that. I still use this. This is like my hub for charts, but those are the two options that I would recommend. And you're going to look at your freaking pearl sequence and you're going to look at the pearl sequence of your business. So I'm going to talk you through this and I want to show you how I'm really noticing these energetic frequencies show up in how I am of service with my business. And I think that 
being able to use the language and the energy of the pearl sequence of my business is going to support me with really seeing like the extension beyond my energy, right? Because we are essentially a channel for our business. And so when we understand the intricacies of that channel as an extension of ourselves, it's just going to really solidify how we get to show up. So my core wound, which becomes the vocation in the pearl sequence is 34.3. And this is found in the sacral center. And it's all about this responding energy and the shadow of force is like, I'm really here. This is my creative talent. This is what your vocation becomes your deepest inner wounding that becomes like the creative talent that you're here to share with the world that is like beginning the ignition and the initiative of being of service. And so a lot of the work that I do with clients is looking at alchemizing how they're forcing things in their business, having the strength, which is a gift to respond correctly to what it is that they're actually destined to do. And the city of majesty, again, I've talked about this in the past where majesty for me is just this queen like energy. There's no need to prove things are done. The support is there. And there's just this deep confidence and inner knowing. The line expression that I have is a third line and it's known as strategy or also known as the producer in traditional Gene Keys terms. And it's interesting because the shadow of this third line is related to being a workaholic and being addicted to wealth and making more money. And it's funny because I can see that shadow aspect of myself in the earlier days of my business or even in, in faint moments now where it's like, okay, I really need things to work and that forcing energy comes out. But when this energy is in a high frequency embodiment, it's really about looking at how do we how do we serve beyond money? How do we drive projects and endeavors to a point where wealth can be serve be serving those in need and be making a bigger impact? Like this is the definition of prosperity. And the interesting thing is that the third line, if you think about it in the human design terms, that experimentative energy is still very much there. Like third lines, whether it's consciously or unconsciously defined, they really need to live the experiences that they that they go through to really gain that wisdom and, and have that self-discovery. So that really plays into this, right? So me really looking at the struggles that I've had, the forcing in my business. And it's like, okay, well, how can we actually make this so that it serves beyond just me and serves beyond just money? Like what is the lasting legacy and impact that's going to happen? So the the ling- the language of the producer, right? So I'll give this quick spiel about the line expressions in the pearl sequence because you're probably looking this up and like, why am I seeing producer and script writer and all of this in the line expressions in the pearl? And it's because... It's a metaphor that represents how when we are, let's say, creating a movie or a theater piece, like there's multiple roles that contribute to the overall goal and mission. So if the overall goal and mission is prosperity, it's like every single line expression in the pearl sequence coming together collaboratively is what will help, you know, have that mission or that focus or that manifestation be nurtured by multiple people from multiple lenses. So this is just a metaphor. You start seeing things related to theater, uh, script writing, and so on. That language in the Pearl Sequence, now you know why. It's just to give a visual of why and how collaborating can really create and bring to life a bigger vision. So as a producer is what the third line is known as, it's really about witnessing and connecting to the status quo so that 
this this experience that the third line has can really support all levels of the project. So that wisdom from the experimentation is here to be infused into bringing this movie or this mission or this vision or this goal to life. So it's about getting connected to the right people. And so it's really interesting because when I look at myself and my own journey, I do a lot of collaborating in terms of podcasting, guest speaking, summits. Like this is something that's really near and dear to my heart and sharing my wisdom is is something that I naturally do. So when I look at the vocation of my pearl sequence from my business, which by the way, in case you're wondering, as a chart is also a 6-2 generator, which I thought was interesting. The vocation is 13.6. So I love this because the third line is always harmonious with the sixth line. And the sixth line in the vocation is known as philanthropy. And so philanthropy, this focus is, is known as the investor. And it's really about looking at where is this time and money going to for the greater good? And it's like the long-term view, obviously is still playing into the flavors of being on the roof and being of service to the whole. And the really big question that Sixth Line would ask is what is the purpose of my business? What's the use of this monetary gain if it doesn't serve beyond the current circumstances of reality? And so the theme and the decisions here are really like who and what are we investing in? Like where is this going next? So again, it's that harmonious aspect with going beyond just money when it comes to being of service. So then when we look at the shadow gift in city, so the shadow of discord is very much this disconnect, this divisiveness, this division, not seeing both sides, right? The gift of discernment is being able to recognize differences and the city of empathy is having empathy for those differences, right? And that that is really what brings things together. So when I look at layering the pearl sequence of my business and mine, what I really see is that I am supporting people in how they force things in their business and really having strength through that and being able to discern and have empathy for the journey and look at where are we going to create an impact beyond money. Like we're, we're taking the experimentation and the experiences that we've had and we're now taking this to the next level with that sixth line. What is the next step? How can we invest your genius into making a bigger impact long-term? So the reason why I wanna give this example of layering the vocations comparing and contrasting and synthesizing these two spheres together from my own personal to my business is that this can help you with creating offers. It can help you with your messaging, even if you're just doing Instagram content, Pinterest, recording a podcast episode. It can be part of your bio in terms of how you help people. And it can also just give you the awareness of okay where is where is my genius and my core talent like where with my business where is this taking me next how am I actually supporting people and it's giving you some evidence because I know that some people well actually I'm not even going to say some I will say all of us I'm going to generalize this because we're human we don't think that what we do is enough and it doesn't make sense. But if you look at, oh, well, where? Where have I supported people in how they force things or where they're experiencing discord? Where have I been money hungry and I have actually haven't been looking at the long-term investments? Like I can sit, look at my own behavior of how I'm showing up and I can choose differently. And I can leverage these energetic frequencies 
to look at the patterns and the challenges and the struggles or the wins or the zones of genius in my life and in my business and amplify that and capitalize on it. So that's just an example with the vocation. And I'm going to continue to dive through the other three spheres because I think that this is amazing. I actually, what's hilarious is that I looked up, I looked up the gene keys for myself, my business, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I kind of brought up my notes, but I did not plan this conversation. So I really love how it's just like flowing so naturally. So let's talk about the culture sphere. My culture is 52.3 and the third line is known as unit. So the third line, again, apparently have quite a few third lines when it comes to the pearl here. So the third line is really about working in groups of three to 15 people and bringing them together to fulfill in a higher purpose. And it's really about collaboration, again, still tying in that experimentation and really about that experimentation of bringing our gifts together in order to support and serve a higher purpose. So typically working in groups of three to 15 people and this is actually because the lines build on each other the third line is really great at bringing these teams together into networks which is the fourth line energy and i'm actually hilariously enough in my business gene keys i have a fourth line in my culture so i'll talk about that in a minute so this is really focused on smaller businesses enterprises teams and sorry teams within larger organizations And so this is really about smaller collaborations and being very dynamic. So the third line really needs to be able to move, right? Just being dynamic, not being tied down or tethered into something because obviously you need to be able to experiment and have that flexibility. And it's really about living experiences with others and creating that and having a lot of interaction and collaboration with others. So when I look at this right now, I find literally every time I've had group programs or projects that I'm involved in, they have been on the smaller side and there's nothing wrong with that because sometimes people think, oh, smaller means less money. And that's obviously, we're not focused on just money in this conversation. That's where I can make the biggest impact. So long-term, that's ultimately going to serve beyond just a certain dollar sign. And so when I look at the shadow of stress, restraint, and stillness, the way that I teach the culture sphere is that it's the way that you work in teams or work with others in your culture, but it's like the ambience and culture of the space that you're holding. So my gifts personally, for example, are being are being able to support people and alchemizing the stress that they experience in their business as an entrepreneur, allowing themselves to restrain themselves into, you know, sometimes when we get stressed, we go into overdrive. The 52 is found as a gate in the root center, which is a pressure center, which is really focused on pushing us to evolve and personal development and growth and just this constant drive for more. And so there needs to be the correct timing. So restraint is like restraining the pressure for the correct timing. And in that we find stillness because when we're stressed, we're usually go, go, go and ongoing pressure, right? But when we can hold the pressure, instead of allowing it to expand constantly, there's a stillness in that. So it's like the correct timing, alchemizing stress, like really pacing ourselves in the work that we do. So the funny thing is when I look at the gene keys of my business, I have 14.4 in the culture sphere. So the the shadow gift in city, we have compromise, competence, and bounteousness. So in the ambience that I create within my business and the people that I work with, it's like alchemizing stress and looking at where you compromising yourself to not allow yourself to do what it is that you love to do because the 14 is found in the sacral center, which is your sexual energy and your creativity and this, the creative force that you have within you. And competence is looking at, so compromising usually involves doing things sort of half-heartedly 
and not doing the things that you want to be doing. Incompetence is doing things efficiently and successfully. And in that comes bounteousness, right? And that bounteousness is really just this overflow of abundance because there is no compromise, but we need to know the shadow of compromise to know what that abundance is. So when I look at the fourth line and funny how I said how me specifically, I naturally have the third line, but when I'm working in my business and I'm creating offers, that fourth line is present in the culture. The fourth line is really about building a collective consciousness of being of service to others in a harmonious way. So the fourth line, it ties into friendships, it ties into relationships, connections with others. And it's really about bringing people together to create synchronicity in the correct spaces with the right people. And it's about maximizing connectivity with communities, friendships and networks and business partnerships and so on. So one of the really big things here is really, it's just so funny how the lines, they complement each other. And even if you know, I'm looking at the gene keys of my business, like I'm still operating within my business and creating services. So it's like, I know for myself holding space for those smaller teams, but then getting those smaller teams connected in the correct communities is also something that I'm naturally going to do. And I can attest to this because through the work that I do when I've done, you know, collaborations, podcast episodes, summits and so on, I've got people connected who I know, oh, you would actually be really great for this. Like you're looking for somebody in this summit or you're looking for someone with this specific skill set. So I naturally connect people, even though in my own human design chart and also Gene Keys, I don't have a lot of four lines and I obviously don't have a four line in my culture. So really looking at this and, and, and seeing this in my business chart gives me evidence like, oh, how hilarious, Kayla. You really do get the right people connected naturally in business. So one of the things to consider, it's like, okay, well, what, what the heck do I do with this information, Kayla? And especially if you're somebody who is working within teams or you're offering a service where you're going within organizations and you're supporting them and you're in a position even with yourself where you're, you're creating culture, even if you're hosting group programs or in the relationships that you have with the clients that you're working with, realizing, okay, this is specifically my own culture that I am creating personally, but then when I'm within my business, this is the extension of the culture that I also get to layer on top of this and support people from this lens. So you can really advertise this being a skill set, like being part of a team, collaborating with others. This is the kind of ambience and culture and connection that I create when I'm delivering my services. And so that can be really powerful because if you think about it, especially because this is the best example to give in an organization or corporate setting, one of the biggest things that people crave is having a healthy culture where they feel connected, where they feel supported, where they feel like they can be themselves. And so I would imagine that if somebody was, let's say, applying for a job or looking to join a team and there was no there was no spunk or energy or information about the culture, it's like, well, if I'm going to be spending my time in this space... I want to know what it's going to be like. So you can paint that picture. You can use this language in how you market. So let's talk about the life's work or the brand sphere, I should say, when it comes to the pearl sequence. So mine is 36.6. 
the shadow of turbulence, humanity, and compassion. Your life's work is like the the constant work that you're doing in your life, literally for lack of a better expression. It's the common themes and challenges that you experience. And through that, it's sharing the life experiences that you have that you've overcome with the wisdom that you've learned. So this becomes your brand in the Pearl Sequence because it's, it's who you are as a person. It's, it's what you're sharing in your chapter of life with others. And the people who resonate with it are the ones that are going to come and work with you. Just like you think about massively popular brands in the world. We've got Nike, we've got Lululemon, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, Apple. They have a brand ambience. And if people resonate with it, they're going to remember that brand and they're going to know that name because of that connection. So when I look at my brand and me sharing, you know, my my slice of the truth and my experience as a as a business owner, as an entrepreneur with the work that I do, me being able to be open and real about the turbulent experiences that I've had in business and really bringing that humanity to it and I even love how this gift complements the shadow of force and the shadow of stress because forcing things and having stress is a very human experience, right? So it's like my brand is like bringing the humanness to entrepreneurship and having compassion for ourselves in the experience that we're having. And the sixth line as the teacher is obviously me teaching through my experiences. Again, having that visionary energy of looking at like what is next How am I going to alchemize my own experiences while honoring that other people have their own experiences and bring that independence to the entrepreneurs that I work with because the sixth line very much wants to teach and then let the students go and move on and to carry their vision forth. So when I am looking at my business brand sphere, we have 60.6. So I didn't specify this. The 36 is found in the emotional solar plexus. And this is this is really about your emotional awareness. And so obviously as an entrepreneur, it's like me sharing the emotional turbulence that I've experienced can be very relatable, especially because our emotions are literally a human trait that we have. So the 60 is found in the root center, which is a pressure center. We talked a little bit about this earlier. And when I was talking about the 52 and the culture, so the pressure center to evolve, what's next, the pressure for growth, evolution, and so on. And so when I look at this from a brand perspective and how I support people through the challenges that they go through is where do entrepreneurs feel limited? Where do high working professionals feel limited by what it is that they're doing And in that limitation, it really requires us to look at the reality, right? Really look at, is this actually true? Is this limitation real or am I feeding into it? And so the gift of realism is having an attitude of accepting a situation as it is and being prepared to deal with it accordingly. And with that, we come into the city of justice. And this is this is through the limitations, being fair and just and reasonable and finding that equity and that that fair play and fair mindedness as we go through the challenges that we experience. Right. Because that, in my opinion, creates sustainability when we find that balance, when we start going to an extreme then obviously things become imbalanced. And when it comes to the pressure of the root center, you want to have, you know, a consistent pressure to evolve in a way that's sustainable and not just going to burn you out, right? So it's really looking at handling things from a realistic perspective. And I love how this 
really supports the gift of humanity that I have in my own brand sphere because that just goes to show that as a human, sometimes we need to be a realist, right? We need to deal with what is happening and be grounded in the moment to take aligned action in that moment to cause a shift. And so that sixth line again, so I'd mentioned earlier, actually, I was saying the sixth line in the pearl sequence is teacher. That's actually part of the activation sequence. The sixth line is known as vision and education, which still holds the flavor of the teacher. So this is, again, just to emphasize this, the sixth line is known as the visionary. Lifelong learning, it's about being patient with the visions while seeing like what is next, what is unfolding, what can I teach from this? And it really is about through communication. So even though the 60s found in the root center and the 36 is found in the emotional solar plexus, sharing those lived experiences is what allows a sixth line to be a role model. And it's really capitalizing on that fifth line experience where the fifth lines are really great at mentoring and offering solutions. So it's more about offering education based on, you know, the experience of gaining solutions. So we're just amplifying what it is that the fifth line does, right? And so it's really the sixth the sixth line is is about creating those environments where people can learn and become independent like i mentioned earlier finding the answers from within and discovering what works best for them so when i consider both of these spheres business overlaying with my own it's really looking at the work that i do with people in programs one-on-one coaching just consulting whatever it is it's always about supporting people with finding the answers within. A lot of times when people are asking me questions for my opinion, I'm constantly going to push back onto them. Well, what do you think? You have the resources. Let's look at this. And there's a, there's a level of guidance and vision of that person trusting their own instinct, right? So this is, this is the essence of my life's work. So when you look at this from, from a way of promoting yourself as a business owner and the services that you provide, it's like, you can really look at, okay, look at the line expression and realize that that's the filter in which you embody that gene key as your brand sphere or as your life's work. If that, if that resonates more with you, if you want to look at it from an activation sequence lens and really getting clear on, okay, when you work with me, this is the essence of the energy and the structure that I bring based on my experience. And if you actually look at your past experiences and look at your past challenges, that is your credibility to be able to support people in the way that you're designed to through this gene key of the shadow gift and city and that that line expression so it's like it's beautiful you're literally looking back at your own life and your own lived experiences because that's where you literally gained your experience and credibility to be able to support others through those similar experiences as well so the last fear that we're going to talk about is the pearl obviously saving the best for last actually the pearl i mean no sphere is better than the other but the pearl is just beautiful i have 15.4 in my own chart the four line is about charity and the the 15th is found in the g center which has to do with your lovability worth worthiness and sense of direction it's also known as the magnetic monopole so when we are aligned with the energy in our g center and even if you have a completely open g center the way that you magnetize things to you will be more fluid, where if somebody has definition in their hanging gates or defined, then there's just going to be probably more specific ways that people magnetize experiences or people to them. So there's, I just want to emphasize, 
an undefined or open G center, you're, you're not, not magnetic. You are, it's just the way that you are is different than somebody who has a defined side lesson there. But now let's move on the shadow of dullness. So the pearl is specifically about the simplicity of prosperity. And so when I look at this and I consider the shadow of dullness, it's like, where in my life am I not seeing the vibrancy of prosperity? It's, it's like, it's hilariously looking at the mundane things in life, being able to walk around my apartment and appreciate that the floors are clean and I don't have shit sticking to the bottom of my feet. This is a massive pet peeve of mine. And you know, the dullness can be like, oh, this like ickiness. But then in that moment, I'm like, no, this is prosperous. My feet are clean. The floors are clean. Appreciating these small prosperous moments where things are aligned and we're looking at what it is that we have in our current life right now. And so when we look at the gift of magnetism, and it's funny because in the dullness, it's like I could be pissed off about things sticking to the bottom of my feet, walking around my apartment or letting these mundane, unimportant things irritate me or I can choose to reframe that, create a polarity experience in that. That's what accesses the gift of magnetism. So then it's like, okay, I'm so grateful for clean floors. I'm so grateful for the sun shining through my window. I'm so grateful for having a website. I'm so grateful for the clients that I'm working with. Like really looking at what is here in this present moment, giving that gratitude and magnetizing more of that into my life. And that, that city of fluorescence is very much the natural divine timing of flourishing in life and in business. So when I look at people and working with them and prosperity when people are feeling dull with the work that they're doing they're feeling like it's not moving they're not magnetizing the next thing that they're committed to it's that city of fluorescence is balancing the divine timing of how things are meant to unfold without needing to control it or to force it and to surrender to that rhythm and it's really it's really about making sure because this is in the g center are you aligned with the direction that you want to go in? Do you know who you are being? Do you resonate with who you are in this moment? And what is your relationship to worthiness and lovability when you're in that space of dullness? So using this energy is how I support people and in tapping into their version of prosperity. So when I consider the fourth line, the fourth line is known as the charity line and it's really beautiful because I'll talk about the first three lines when it comes to the pearl. The first line wants to create. It's all about foundation, investigating, figuring things out. The two lines are about being recognized by others and recognizing others. This is specifically in the pearl. The third line is here to celebrate, have a good time, really acknowledge, you know, the prosperity and just express this from this massive place of gratitude. And the fourth line is about giving back to the world. And it's really about being of service, connecting to others. So still holding that network energy that we see in the other spheres. So this energy is a fourth line naturally magnet magnetizes people in need, but the gift of the pearl is to be shared with others to serve them. So for example, my magnetism that I have in my pearl, I'm here to share that and support people in creating their own magnetism when they feel like they need that. And it's really about this giving from an open and overflowing heart while being connected to others. So when I look at the pearl of my, oh, this is hilarious. I didn't even realize until I look now. So the pearl in my business chart is five. 5.5 and the reason why I'm laughing is because the 15 connects to the five in the 
human design chart. So the five is in the sacral center. And also it is the only conscious channel that I have in my personal chart. So it's just very interesting that the pearl in my business is the fifth line. And what I love about this too, so the fifth line, this is part of the channel of rhythm. So again, I was talking about the timing with the 15th and it's like the divine timing, the rhythm of the earth. You know, there's just, there's just, you, there's just certain timing in life you can't force, right? And it's about surrendering to that. And so the shadow of the fifth line is impatience. And then we have patience and timelessness. And what I love about this being in the sacral is that the fifth line is very much going to be about you doing the things that light you up and bring you joy because it's part of the sacral, which is that creative life force energy that I mentioned earlier. And so it's so interesting because when you look at this from a business lens and you look at the shadow of impatience, pretty sure any entrepreneur at some point can attest to having impatience when it comes to their business. And so it's about trusting that rhythm that is naturally going to come through, doing the things that you love. So there's patience in that. The timelessness is when you get lost in the things that you love doing. You're doing what you love. You forget time and you're like, oh my God, how much time has gone by? And all of a sudden it's been three hours and you didn't realize that that, that had happened, which is so beautiful. So I love that these two are layering together. And I'm going to talk about the fifth line before I dive into how this can really be projected from me as, you know, business messaging and so on. So the fifth line, and I love again that my fourth line is creating that support for the fifth line. The fifth line is about power and embodying the energy of leadership. So I love that my fourth line from my pearl is this charity, this giving to others. And then through my business as well, there's going to be this powerful leadership energy that shows up that is designed to amplify the energy of power and impact the way that it serves others. And it's, it's knowing the correct timing and amount of power to apply in order to make an impact, right? Because I heard this quote once and I thought, wow, this is, this is, you know, a great thing to contemplate. And basically it's hard to make an impact without making an impact. There needs to be a level of power behind the impact in order to make an impact. Right. And so it's really about that fifth line energy is about shining bright and knowing that there is the potential to leave a long lasting impression with the natural mentorship energy that the fifth line has. And it's interesting because from a, from a Gene Keys lens and the Pearl sequence, the fifth line, because it holds that power and that, that leadership energy is the Gene Keys say that the fifth line has the most potential to call in the most money in their lifetime because the mission is to make an impact, right? Like I said, it's hard to make an impact without making an impact. And what kind of impact do you want to make? And so the fifth line is not as invested in emotions or connections compared to the third and fourth line because their role is about balancing being a contribution while circulating wealth within the networks that are already established, right? And really focusing on the networks and communities that need it most. So for example, when I look at this from my own business experience, that fourth line, that charity of like wanting to give to those in need. Like I, you know, just as an example, I do this through my podcast. This is literally like, we're almost at like a hundred or sorry, 340 episodes. These are all, this is all free work. Being able to give to those, the entrepreneurs that I'm committed to supporting. And even that fifth line, that circulating wealth, like I'm so committed to supporting entrepreneurs, small business owners, and supporting people in leadership roles because 
this is how we're going to change the paradigm in the world is like allowing people to be able to create their own wealth while doing what it is that they absolutely love and what lights them up. And so when we share, when we share about the pearl, it's really, you really want to frame this and share like, this is how I support others in creating prosperity in their life. The way that I support others with creating prosperity in their life is really alchemizing that dullness and that impatience that we have in the entrepreneurial business journey, looking at how we can have patience while being magnetic in the way that we seek to support others and be of service. And when we are aligned with that, we're going to be experiencing this natural fluorescence, like really shining and just flourishing in a timeless way. And so how can you use that in your marketing, how you show up, use that to create an offer, to create a program, use that to pitch and how you can lead others in growth, right? Because obviously growth is a form of prosperity and it's a form of expansion that people are obviously seeking when they decide to work with you or to sign up for your services and offers and so on. So that was a lot. I, wow, look at that, 36 minutes. I hadn't even looked at the recording as I was doing this and I really had fun. This is so amazing that literally sat with this in meditation was like, oh, I wonder what would happen if I just layered these two charts on top of each other and like what literal prosperity would come through that I can share to really oomph up the messaging that I put out in terms of the services and the impact that I make with the people that I work with. So obviously in true six line fashion, and being a 6-2, naturally taking in this wisdom and role modeling it and teaching it to you so that you can be independent with applying this into your business is my intention for this episode. And with that being said, if you're like, wow, this using the gene keys in business is absolutely insane and relevant and so potent and unique and you want more of this because you feel and you know that this is going to help you take your offers, your embodiment, your brand, what it is that you do to the next level, I strongly encourage you to check out the Illuminated Entrepreneur Program that I have because I specifically work with entrepreneurs in taking their gene keys and infusing this into their services and how they show up in business because this is like the most sustainable way that you can create your business. So you're gonna see that in the show notes. You can check out the landing page and Stay tuned because there's a lot more episodes after this one that are going to be diving deeper and deeper into the gene keys that you can apply to your business. And this program, The Illuminated Entrepreneur, involves one-on-one support to really build this out and bring structure into how you can apply this to your business. I'm really excited to be sharing this with you. Check out the show notes, like I said. And if you can please take a moment to subscribe to the channel, there's always going to be more wisdom coming through. I want to thank you for listening. And I want to request if you can take a moment to leave a review, the quick five-star swipe on Spotify or a review on Apple would be incredible because that's how this work gets out into the world. This is literally how we collaborate to share prosperity with others. So I want to thank you for supporting me in doing that. And I will chat with you in the next episode.